One, two, three. Dad without a dad production. Hey everybody, and welcome to Dad Without a Dad. That is Dad Without a Dad. My name is Jose de la Roca, and you can follow me on Instagram at Mr. Jose de la Roca. That is at Mr. Jose de la Roca. Or you can send me a tweet at Mr. Jose de la Roca. And let me tell you something. Something very special happened a couple days ago. Uh, as you guys know, Andy was, well, Andy was not expecting. His wonderful wife was expecting a baby. And Andy and I were supposed to record today. And on Friday, he sent me a picture. And I didn't really see it right away because I think I was either making breakfast or something like that. And then I saw it like an hour later. And it's him, his wife and the newborn little uh, baby, wonderful little girl. And I was like, what? It happened. It technically happened two weeks early. And he's like, yeah, something happened. And then nothing bad happened, but it had to be a C-section. And so Andy and his whole family, if you guys are listening, I want to wish you the best. You guys are the best. Congratulations. I mean, I couldn't be happier for you guys. I actually just talked to Andy, and he sent a little message. And let me tell you, Matt, he sounds bad. I mean, he had a cough, and um, let's just say they were a little bit under the weather. And oh, no. he sent a little message that you guys will hear at the end of this podcast. So if you got, if you want to listen to a message and and really hear Andy how. How tired he sounds at the moment. Uh, go and check it out. Stay at the end. And I will put the message that he sent for all of you guys to hear at the end of this podcast. So I wanted to, I needed some help. So I called Matt, my wonderful friend uh, from the border in Canada. And I asked him, <laughs> hey, Matt, uh, do you want to do a podcast? He, he said yes. And then uh, I messed up big time. But first of all, I want to say uh, very welcome to Matt. He is the other half of the Friday Night's Game podcast. So, Matt, thanks for stopping by, man. Hey, thanks for having me on the show. I must have uh, not done too bad last time for you to call me up on such short notice to, to be on your podcast. So, yeah, so I'm really excited. So, first of all, thank you. And Andy, uh, uh, his whole family, they, you know, had a brand new baby. And, of course, I couldn't be like, hey, so what about a podcast? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I guess I got that note. Congratulations to Andy. That's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, was it a boy or a girl? I missed that right away. Girl, girl. Oh, that's awesome. So, so he has a little boy, and now they have the perfect couple. They have a boy and a girl now. <laughs> and they look wonderful. They look healthy. They look fine uh, until he sent me that message. Ah, oh, man, he sounded <laughs> bad. Uh, but uh, that'll be for you guys to judge. So, yeah. So, uh, you and I exchanged some. We met online, which is weird to say. And then um, uh, we became friends and then uh, you guys came by my podcast and I stopped by your podcast. And ever since then, we kind of became like Twitter, social media buddies. And as I tell everybody, I kind of don't like social media, but you're like one of those that I actually see and be like, I pay attention or I see it in the feed and, you know, like and things like that, because I know you, you're like 
one of those that I have your email, we interact here and there. So I just wanted to reach out to you and be like, hey, do you want to be in the podcast? And you say yes. And uh, then I fucked up big time. <laughs> no, I would. <laughs> there's two different times what time is it over there jose so what happened is that uh so so can you tell people where you at what do you guys do and everything right. because like yes, so to make it more clear in this <laughs> stupid story that i going to talk because i'm so dumb no you're not dumb so i'm uh matt one of two podcasters for friday night.games uh you can check us out on our website at friday night.games that's the actual website so I'm not just making stuff up right there. You can check us out on Instagram at Friday Night Games underscore official, Twitter at Friday Night GMS, and uh, you can search us on YouTube too. So um, we're based out of Canada, uh, Windsor, Ontario. If no one knows where that is, it's across from Detroit. If no one knows where Detroit is, <laughs> it's that it's that like hand. If you like put your hand up, it's like where your thumb is in Michigan. So we're 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 there. Um, we're on the East Coast. <laughs> And uh, it's pretty, I mean, it's it's late right now, but it's not too late um, because we watch a lot of, you know, when we watch a lot of TV, everything I feel like is for the West Coast anyway. So when you, when you watch football, like I'm a huge Detroit Lions fan. Oh. I will take all, you could all feel bad for me every year, but uh, <laughs> those games are usually on pretty late. So I feel like West Coast has it right watching football at 10 a.m. in the morning. So that's my mistake right there. So uh, I I was talking to Matt and I'm like, when are you available? Because I was, uh, as you guys know, we're taking this whole going on very seriously. So we are going out and we're easing up some, you know, house rules and we're going out. We've seen some people now and things like that. But we are not like Vegas ready, right? So we're just taking a chill. We're staying at home. So I told Matt whenever he was available, I will make time and be ready. So he's like, oh, let's do anything after 8 p.m. to like 1 in the morning. And I'm like, oh, you know, don't worry about it. How about 8, 8.30 p.m.? And he says, yes. And then I'm like, I told my girlfriend and I'm like, hey, you know what? Like, I'm going to uh, do a podcast with Matt. So around 8.30, I need you guys to go to the room so I could do the podcast because my little studio is literally in the, in the in the living room. So we're having a good time here. I decided to go to the park so my son and I could, like, play some soccer, run around, my girlfriend too. And then we usually go to Starbucks, have uh, some drinks, and then come back. And uh, I was telling Matt that I have a, a, a throwaway phone for my social media. So basically, I only take my personal phone with me because that's all I need. And I leave my quote unquote social media phone here. When I come back around like six uh, something, um, I check my social media phone uh, and then it's Matt. He's like, hey, whenever you're ready, um, I could start the <laughs> podcast. And I'm like, it's 530. And then and then check this out. I mean, it's 630 and check this out. I I said, hey, uh, yeah. And then I said, wait, didn't we say 830 Easter time? And as I'm typing Eastern time, I'm saying, oh, my God, I'm such an idiot. No, no. We have this thing in Canada. We're just super polite. <laughs> and when I when I sent you a message at 830, like, Hey, are you supposed to be on? 
That's because I'm like, hey, I'm waiting for you. <laughs> no, well, I, I don't know. I don't know if you sent a message at at, at 5.30 uh, Pacific oh, time, oh, Jose. What is, oh, it's is 5.30. Okay, yeah. So we're three-hour difference. Yeah, right? so that's... So I, the... I sent it at 8.30 Eastern Standard Time, which would be 5.30 Pacific Standard Time. Yeah, there I, we go. I think at 5.30, I was at Kohl's in the parking lot trying to get some clothes that my girlfriend ordered for my son. <laughs> So when I came at 6.15 and Matt politely is like, hey, uh, are we doing this or what? And then I'm like, no, like in two hours, right? Like 8.30 Easter. And I'm like, <laughs> Easter. And I'm like, holy sh And I'm all sweaty. <sighs> and we just got here. And I told him, I literally just said, I'm such an idiot. Matt, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because I hate being late. I hate being disappointed you're actually doing me a favor i was like what an idiot i thought it was pacific time and yeah so matt i'm sorry no yeah you know apology accepted it's no big deal i was just on the internet anyway <laughs> doing nothing <laughs> so it did not matter it's what i do every sunday night so um next question would be do you guys have a holiday over there it's not like no right uh we so our holiday is victoria day And it would be last weekend, so last Monday. Um, uh, but I actually work for a, for a Detroit-based company, so I actually get tomorrow off too. And uh, just uh, a quick recap for your where you live, right? Because even though you work for a, an American company, but you still live in Canada, mm -hmm. house, I know we cannot go there. Can you guys come here? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. well, good. I think I think we can fly. I think each of us can fly over, but only for like very specific uh, like business. Like if you're going if you're doing business or you're an essential worker. So Windsor, Ontario has a lot of uh, nurses that work in Detroit and vice versa. And they're allowed to cross only if they're essential workers. Gotcha. And yeah. so are you guys connected, like literally connected? Yeah, we have a river that separates us, so we're connected by a bridge and tunnel. Oh, oh, yeah. wow, okay. Yeah. So are you one of those that were working from home even before all that? All this? No, I was I was driving in every day into Detroit um, for like years. And then and then this is actually the best thing that's ever happened to me. Because <laughs> they're like, oh, guess what? You get to work from home. I'm like, oh. I get like two hours a day back. This is, <laughs> I think I'm just going to work out. I'm going to be the most fit person. <laughs> <laughs> so are you going back? Um, they're thinking of making it like a hybrid workplace. So if <laughs> I loved your face when I just said that, you just kind of like keeled over a little bit to the right. Um, so So what's going to happen is that if you can't work from home or you need the space from for whatever reason, maybe you have distractions of family or you really like your snack cupboard or <laughs> I don't know, you're trying to watch TV, then you can go back to the office to be more productive. But if you're productive at home and you don't, you know, those things don't bother you, then you can you can stay at home. Uh, are you allowed to say what? works for you or uh, you just want to uh, keep it to yourself uh i would I, i could say it works for me um 
working from home has been like the best thing ever for me. I, I actually am like twice as productive because I have no distractions. I have no one to talk to. It's just me and <laughs> me and the computer. I'm a, I'm a computer systems analyst, which is another fancy term for a legal term for computer programmer. So I, I do web development, mostly analysis, but I do web development. So I actually have way less distractions. I'm like way more productive and my boss is super happy with me. So hopefully what? I stay home. Can you de uh, develop apps? Cause I need a, can you code? Yeah, I could code. What? <laughs> well, sir, you and I That's are like, well, I don't know. I yeah. uh, let me tell you nowadays, there's so many fucking titles. It's just like, <laughs> oh, like, oh, tell me about it. Tell me about it. It's like, for a web developer, you could you could be a computer programmer, you could be a web developer, you could be I think they're calling them like architects, software engineers, um directors. They're calling them directors now. I'm like, what are you a director of? You're a director of like software coming through? Like, come on. We're all the same thing in the end of the day. Cause let me tell you this. So um I'm one of those like do it all guys like i figured out how to do things like i built my computer my i built my website from the ground up i know how to run things if i need to fix a computer i fix it if i need to fix uh my studio i build it up uh if i learn if i need to learn how to do things one thing i have come to realize that is way above my knowledge pay grade stupidity knowledge whatever you want to call it is coding i tried many times and i just cannot figure it out i real i i gave up i said this is not for me let's move on and concentrate on making dumb videos or making a podcast or working on my audio engineer things or, but i gotta tell you so i have a big idea for an app and you and I will be talking about because it kind of relates to what we do as well so that's pretty cool man so congratulations i mean Thank you. I, I don't I don't understand the hybrid, but I why don't they just say, Hey, if you wanna get out of your house, come by. If no, just sign this little thing saying that you're okay at home. Personally, I'm very glad that I'm home because I'm paranoid and I, I didn't get to go out a lot. And now mm -hmm. that my girlfriend is working full time and there's no school, I'm basically a, a full time dad working from home. So for me, it worked out well too and if I need to go to LA for something, for an audition or something like that, then I would just go to LA. But we even save on on cars. Like I, my lease was due way before the pandemic and I gave it up. And then now my girlfriend's lease was done and she gave out her car. She's using this little old beat up Yaris that her mom has and we're saving a lot of money. That's the only reason we were able to come to a new pretty place and you know, have a better education for my son, but that's pretty cool, man. I mean, you have like your little dungeon down there, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm sitting behind a, a stacks of board games, basically. <laughs> so tell <laughs> people where... a little bit about what your whole podcast and, uh, streaming. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, we just started doing videos, a little bit more videos, but, uh, basically our podcast has been going on for two years. And we discuss board games and topics related to board games. So we're, we're pretty niche, I guess. We try to take a game and then theme uh, topics all around that game. 
And we actually have a really cool segment coming up where we're doing kind of like a, a survivor of board games. We had a couple content creators choose uh, five five content creators choosing <clears throat> each one choosing a board game, and they're basically gonna vote off the board game they don't like. So, and they're all games from 2020. So it's gonna be like a really cool segment. They'll they'll come out in about a month. So. And then uh, it's funny because when you guys were on uh, my podcast, and I was just talking about. Is there really enough content for you guys? And then you guys literally told me there is and way more, right? Like there's like how many games do you say that they're created every year? Oh, they say there's about 5,000 created <laughs> every year. But I don't I don't know. Like when you really look at it though, there's maybe like 100 to 200 games that may be on people's radars. So I would I would say about a hundred games a year are relevant, but there's about 5,000 games produced. Are those games good? I don't know. <laughs> well, that's for you guys to judge, right? And so you have a podcast that uh, comes out every... Every Friday. And then the streaming is on Mondays, right? Uh, we actually stopped streaming. Ah. Yeah. We stopped streaming because we just weren't getting a ton of people watching and it, it was a lot more work. So, and we really like podcasting more than we like streaming. So. Oh, I, I know. But... But we have some pretty cool videos on YouTube. If you search Friday Night Games on YouTube, uh, we're trying to do a little bit of animation. So some companies are sending us games and we're trying to make like kind of like a little board game world uh, out of it. We're we're partly inspired by Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but that was one of our favorite shows growing up. So it's so like that in South Park-ish type stuff. Ah. So, yeah. Wow. So, so are you guys creating the animation yourselves? Uh, yeah. Ah. <laughs> It's so, so much work. It's so much work. It's not like the greatest animation. It's kind of like, uh, you know, we slap some mouths and some eyes on things and make them talk. <laughs> so, like, you know, I wear glasses and John has a, has a big beard. So those are our iconic uh, <laughs> elements I slap on the uh, board game. We take pictures of the board games and we slap on those things onto the people and then we make them talk. Ah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's kind of cool. I like it. You know, it's funny how um, I think we talked about this, how like people don't understand how it takes a lot of dedication to have a, a podcast and then to make it constantly. Because uh, I think when I talk to you guys, I barely start to like get revenue, you know, and I mm -hmm. still get a little bit of revenue, like probably to pay for SoundCloud. Uh, um, but that's it. Like, uh, uh, thankfully I have, you know, hairless dog brewing company, you know, nice. you know, I do coats and people buy it and I get like, uh, 5% and I get free beer. And then right now I just started like with another product, which is peanut crunch. Whenever people use my code, you know, I get 10% and things like that. But you know, like people don't understand how like draining so it is, but you do it out so of love. Work. It's so much work, eh? Like, I notice when I follow you on Twitter, you're always giving love to the writers community. And that's really what we are. We're like writers, right? We come up with ideas and we have talking points. And it takes a lot of work to get to that point. It takes maybe like days sometimes to like think of the topic and really put it out there. And I don't think people understand that. It's like, no, we're, we're yes, we're talking and it is natural, but there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. <laughs> and not only that, it's the production and the equipment mm -hmm. and you guys like 
I mean, if people, I wish people could see you. You have like, like fifty games behind you. So, <laughs> I mean, this little I, hobby. I don't even see that. Oh yeah, wow, like, <laughs> that's not even all of it. Here, let me let me just rotate the camera a little oh, bit. Oh, the keeps crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that's not even that's only my like, these are only my games john has probably even more at his house so you know <laughs> wow well yeah but that's pretty cool man and then like you know we talked this uh again uh that we little podcast because we're tiny podcasts right we start from mm-hmm. zero to something we're not like uh uh you know like uh i forgot this comedian it just started his podcast and he's like all these downloads, but yeah, I mean, they already have a huge following and they come to uh, ground zero where we're trying to be something. And now there's like 2 million podcasts and things like that. It's just, it's hard work to compete. And I do it because I love it. And uh, it's like free psychiatry, uh, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> therapy for it me. Is. <laughs> it totally is. Uh, it definitely, if uh, you like what you're hearing right now, definitely check out Friday Night Games podcast with Jose, where we actually talked about mental health. Uh, that was a very good podcast that we did together. Yeah, I mean, and because I'm crazy, so I need to talk to people <laughs> just to let it all out. Are you looking for gift ideas for Father's Day? Well, how about some delicious and healthy peanut snacks? Let me tell you about Peanut Crunch. These baked peanuts puffs are so delicious, my son and I cannot stop eating them. Seriously, we cannot stop. Peanut Crunch are a delicious and healthy peanut treat. They have the power of vegan peanut protein, rice, beans, and a wonderful crunch that keeps active kids and adults on the go. I came across Peanut Crunch when I was watching Shark Tank, and I just decided to help out a fellow Central American entrepreneur and buy his product. So I decided to get it, and when I got them, I found out how delicious these baked peanut puffs were, and I became hooked ever since. Go check them out at peanut.com. That is P-N-U-F-F.com. P-N-U-F-F.com. And use my promo code, De La Roca, and you will get 10% off your order. I'm telling you guys, I cannot stop eating this great baked peanut puffs. Peanut Crunch, P-N-U-F-F.com. That is P-N-U-F-F.com. Promo code De La Roca. So uh, since we're talking about games, um, I've been, I told you also that I wanted to talk games with you because you are the game master. Uh, so I think last time we talked about how, by the way, let me just go back. Did you guys ever play Loteria? No. No? Okay. <laughs> no. Again, sorry, you guys got to start playing Loteria. Um, but uh, we were playing a lot of Uno, and which we still do. Uh, it's like uh, we play a lot of uh, Dominoes. Wait, is Dominoes a board game? I consider it a board game. I don't know if everyone does, but it's, you know, I love I love Dominoes. I used to play that a lot when I was in high school. So you used to gamble? Are you guys allowed to gamble? In, in... Uh, we weren't allowed to gamble. We went to a Catholic school, so oh. they, <laughs> they we didn't want to get in trouble. Uh, it's a little hot here in California. Is it hot over there? No, right. Uh, it's actually really. It's actually um, sixty degrees Fahrenheit right now. Oh wow! So yeah. yeah. So and then uh, I wanted to talk about this board game that 
I'm pretty sure you know because it's one of those iconic board games. But I laugh because my poor girlfriend, she's such a lovely person. And she's always thinking about us, right, as a family. So she came with a board game uh, one day that uh, she wanted to actually buy the the child's uh, uh, Monopoly type of board game. But she chose these, uh, this other board game because it was cheaper, right? So it's always mm-hmm. a little bit save, save money. She brought it home and we actually had played it at my brother's house. So she brought it home so we all could be playing as a family. And the game is called Sorry. Oh, nice. Uh, oh, like, that's a very Canadian game right there. That's <laughs> that's how we roll. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jose. I'm sorry that you were... I'm sorry you were late today. <laughs> I'm sorry, too. I think that's the name of the podcast. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so she brought it. Uh, and... It's very easy for a five-year-old. We just tell him what the numbers are. This this game, because there's so many different kind of stories. There's one where you have it has a bubble in the middle, and you press it, and a, a dice will give you numbers. This one is the classic one where you have cards. You choose whether it's one, two. If if you get one and two and sorry, you get out. If you get eleven, you switch places. If you get on top of somebody, you knock them down, put them back home. And the whole purpose is to go go home, right? But it turned out that my son and I decided to just gang up on her all the time. (laughs) So it's literally him and I against her the whole time. It's been, I want to say, two months of us playing this. And I could tell from her face that she wants to burn this shit down so (laughs) bad. Like, we don't let her win. Like, let's say all, all three of us are out. Mm-hmm. Meaning our, our peons or whatever you call it are out. And my son gets a sorry. We go and sorry her, right? So we knock her out. And then and so we ganged out from her. And she, <laughs> I always make fun of her because I, I still go back to probably the time that she was like a target looking at the board games. And she chose sorry and said, oh, this is going to be a wonderful family situation. And now she's like, I want to burn this shit. <laughs> Are you are you and your son placing bets on this? It was just like no, we just, like the story just, with like betting going on. We just like how she gets mad that we it, it's always the two of us against her. Oh, okay. <laughs> so what you your... need to play co op games. <laughs> That's what I'm going to throw in there. You need to play games where you're all doing things to help each other. So, what's your opinion about? Sorry, I love story. I grew up playing story with my brother. Um, who basically taught me how to play the how to play the game wrong so he could win, but <laughs> <laughs> but it, I and it's also like super Canadian, right? Like in the Canadian culture, we're we're ingrained to just apologize for everything. So I feel like that's how I learned how to apologize for everything, even though it's not my fault. I just apologize, and that game just I just love it. Now, did you and it's ever simple and? Did Sorry. you did you play the the normal one or do, have you seen the one where it has a bubble in the middle and you press it and it has like dices? That's the one I had. Ah, okay. I had the bubble one. Yeah, I think that's the older version of it. No, I don't know. I mean, I don't know either. There you go. <laughs> uh, I figure I figure that would not be in style nowadays, but who knows, right? Maybe the bubble is the the buying point of the game. Well, you know, like since you're in the industry, uh, uh, I follow a lot of. Um, 
uh, I want to say finance uh, news because I work for a company that the channel that I edit audio is uh, all about finance and uh, finance industry. So it's CNBC. So I'm listening and watching CNBC all day. And not only that, I also uh, trade and do um, investing and stuff like that. So Hasbro, the, the company, the huge company that makes a lot of board games, it's having the best two years of their lives. Oh, yeah. So as you guys know, <clears throat> now that we went on lockdown, you know, everybody wants to play with their family. So games like Sorry and Jenga and Monopoly, I think I read an article that there were like two games that they were out of stock for like so many months until they brought it back. But Hasbro, uh, the big company, is having one of the best years of their lives. But, you know, that comes oh, yeah. back to you that I'm pretty sure you guys, it's a hit with you guys too, right? Because everybody wants to know what to play next. Yeah. Um, I mean, Hasbro owns so much. I, th I think they own like Magic the Gathering. They own a lot of trading card games, um, which which would be like the actual financial side of board games. If you're into collecting, Magic is like the, the money making thing. It's almost like stocks and bonds. Um, but yeah, they own they own so much. Uh, they own so many games that like, like everything's owned by Has. I think it's Hasbro or... Um, as Modi, I think are the two big guys, two big players in the whole industry, and they own like everything. And we 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 obviously play a lot more of the advanced stuff, but um, they have their own sections that also create advanced stuff too. Like you know, Z-Man games. You can play Pandemic. That's very topical over the last two years, and it was it was actually really hard to get for a while because when the pandemic hit, everyone <laughs> just started buying the board game, trying to figure out how to survive it. Right, so. But yeah, it definitely has brought, I think, a lot of people together and like families are like, well, I have nothing to do. We're stuck at home. And what do you do when you're stuck at home? You play a board game. So obviously uh, Hasbro has made a ton of money off this whole thing. So what do you have for us? You said that you had a couple lists to share with us. <laughs> I want to hear your games. Well, I mean, I have a little bit uh, of fun. I, well, what type of games do you like? You like Sorry. You like Uno. So it's very family oriented because we have uh we basically play because we don't watch well we do watch tv now because obviously but probably our intake compared to the standard it's very minimal but uh we just play games so instead of going to sleep watching tv we play sorry or uno or dominoes so just think about a your typical family, but you have to be revolving a five-year-old. So what can mm. I play with a five-year-old, right? And even though my, my son is, you know, a little bit uh, advanced in reading and writing and because we've been doing it for such a long time that he could play something advanced, but it still has to be in a, you know, can be super like... I don't know. He plays. He still has a little trouble holding the cards and Uno, so he still shows them and things like that. You know. Yeah, there's um. So so John plays a lot of kid games because his son or her sorry his daughter's actually five. Um, and there's two. There's one game he always recommends, and I highly recommend. It's it's an amazing game. It's called Color Monster. And so in Color Monster, you you basically you're like the director and your child is basically trying to 
get the colors to put in the jar to win the game. But every time they get a color, a color represents an emotion. Mm-hmm. So each color that they pull out is like, oh, if they get blue, for instance, it might be like sadness. They have to describe when they're sad. So it actually helps their children Open just up. like communicate their emotions to you. It's a very cool game. John swears by it. I believe he sold so many of it to his friends and family <laughs> that you should probably have like a, a buying code for it. <laughs> but it's, I highly recommend it. It's perfect for like, I think it's like from four to four to six would probably be the age range for that oh, game. Oh, okay. I never see yeah. that, but that's cool. Yeah, you might have to go to like a, a local board game store to pick that one up. Ah, okay. But it's highly, highly recommended. And then if you like dominoes, you're mentioning dominoes earlier, which is really cool. There's a game called um, Drag Dragamino, I think it is. And so I guess I have to go into a, a different game to understand it. There's another game called King Domino, which is based off of dominoes. And the whole idea is that you're placing similar tiles together. Whoever has like the same colored or tiles next to each other covering the most area gets points whoever has the most points covered wins the game so dragonimo is the children's version of that now and is that one just sounds very good. interesting that one sounds very interesting right here i like that one well it's pretty cool man well thank you yeah those are my two picks for you what about you when are you popping kids <laughs> My wife's not listening. Whatever my wife wants to. Ah! There you go. <laughs> it's not up to me. I, I don't have to hold like a 90 pound thing on my stomach for, you know, nine months, right? <laughs> uh, me neither. So that was you and I were in the clear. Do you like beer? I do. And now I can have great craft beer any time of the day. Thanks to my friends at Hairless Dog Brewing. Hairless Dog Brewing are the first domestic U.S. 0% ABV craft beer brand with truly alcohol-free products. That means you can have a great craft beer any time of the day. I usually have the Citra Lager for lunch or the coffee stout with my waffles, but most of my friends and family like the IPA. I quit drinking about five years ago, and I always looked for great non-alcoholic beers, and I finally found them at Hairless Dog Brewing. So head over at drinkhairlessdog.com, that is drinkhairlessdog.com, and use my promo code, De La Roca, D-E-L-A-R-O-C-A, to receive 10% off your purchase. That is drinkhairlessdog.com, promo code, De La Roca. All right, so since we're talking about babies, uh, I wanted to actually, um, I told Matt, I'm like, I want to talk about zodiac signs because it was the first thing, believe it or not, the first thing that uh, I thought about Andy was like, all right, uh, uh, his daughter was born, you know, I think it was the 28th um, or the 27th, um, no, the 28th, yeah, 28th. So I started thinking, I'm like, oh, uh, because I'm so into, I was never a you know, normal zodiac sign like Aries and things like that. But I started living in an Asian community a lot. So like, so I lived for in an Asian community for about, I want to say like 15 years. And 
I loved it. I loved the city. I loved the people. They don't get on your business. They, uh, they're very clean. It's very quiet. I loved it. And, you know, because there's so many uh, a- uh, Asians in, the, in my community, every time Lunar Year came by, it was a huge celebration, right? So the first year I lived there and Lunar Year came in, it's like they closed the streets uh, it's a whole week celebration and I didn't know what was happening. So I had to investigate. Then I started talking to my friends and they showed me about the Zodiac sign, how like there's 12 animals. And then I didn't pay attention until like two years <laughs> later. And then uh, I searched my Zodiac sign and man, this thing, like the Zodiac, the Chinese Zodiac sign, it hit every single thing to the number that i always Mm. liked throughout my entire life like my entire life i love number eight and then the lucky number in my uh sign which is pig is number eight so i it it was one of those aha moments like boom this is your sign and you are this and every time i read it i was like amazed it literally described me to the dot even described the number i mean it was just amazing so now i'm very into into that so when my son was born i was like oh you're a sheep and this this and that so the first thing i I thought about it was like oh i wonder what uh andy's new little girl is so she is going to be the ox so i I don't know uh, do you is that good do you know um your is that good or bad do you know anything about the chinese zodiac sign uh i know so i actually have a little a little funny story about that so the only thing i knew about it was when you go to like a chinese restaurant (laughs) and they always had your horoscope on those like uh the placemats or it's like you're born in this year and this is what you are so i'm born in i'm gonna age myself here i'm born in 1984 and so i looked at my sign i'm like oh i'm a rat you're a rat yeah same as my i'm not i'm not a rat this is what blew my mind because my birthday <laughs> See if you think if you think of the normal year, right? It's from January first to December thirty first. Well, my birthday is uh, January twenty. Well, it's, I don't say it, but it's in, it's in January, and it's right at the cusp of when the the whatever lunar year it was that year. So I actually was not. I was a um, I was a pig, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, and it blew my mind. So for all these years, I'm reading the horoscopes. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm a rat. I'm a rat. And then I'm like, oh, wait a minute. And it, it, it kind of clued in, too, kind of like your aha, aha moment where I'm like, these never really fit me. <laughs> and then I read it. I'm like, oh, yeah, that, that's actually more like me. Right so there. the thing that you're describing is because uh, the lunar year, it goes throughout a whole week. Uh, it's usually, and of course, Matt and I are not... Chinese, so we could be misspeaking here, so don't take us too seriously, but I know a little bit, and then Matt hit the right notes, where throughout one week, depending on the year, that's when the the year starts, and usually the year finishes and starts late or early uh, in the middle of February, so it kind of hit and miss, so for what Matt is saying, that that year... Let's say he was born January 25th. That year, it didn't really start it until January 20... Oh, until before you were born. So the year started, like, before you were born. So you're not the rat past. So you are pig, which is the future. So meaning, like, right. 
you would have been a rat if you were January 25th, but since you were January 26th, you're a pig. Let's just put it that way, right? So, and it's yeah, like, something like that, yeah, along those lines. Yeah, so <laughs> if somebody's born like where Matt was born, you really have to check what you are because you may be like one thing, but you are actually the other thing. But so you're a pig, right? I believe so. I think it was a pig. I can okay. look it up. Well, so for those that don't know, it's basically 12 uh, animals and it starts on the rats. Then it goes the ox, tiger, rabbit, dragon, snake, horse, goat, monkey, rooster, dog and pig. So I am a pig. And I'm the last of the, you know, the the animals of the Chinese zodiac sign. And um, so last year was the year of the rats. And this year is the year of the ox. So Andy's little wonderful girl, she is an ox. And let's go and see what about the ox. So she was born 2021. So she is an ox. Her element is metal because you also have uh, elements depending on the day, on the year that you were born. So she's an ox. Her element is metal. And if she's a yin or yang, she's a, actually a yin. And let's see. Oxens are honest and earnest. They're low-key and never look for praise or to be the center of attention. This often hides their talent, but they will gain recognition through their hard work. All right. So the 21. So element metal. Last time there was a metal ox was 1961. It says right here, the fortune. This, these oxen face obstacles early on, although there are no financial worries. Friends and family, family are much help. Okay, but they will be able to enjoy a comfortable retirement. So there you go. So Andy's not going to be any help to the little girl, <laughs> <laughs> but she's going to enjoy re retirement. Woman, woman born in the ox year are calm and gentle. And another thing that, uh, you know, it gives you the compatibilities and stuff like that. So oxes are compatible with rats, snakes and roosters. Uh, the least compatible with an ox is the goat, horse, and the dog. Lucky things for the ox. Lucky things for the ox. The color will be blue, yellow, and green. The lucky numbers will be one and four. The flowers will be the lily of the valley and bamboo. And that's pretty much it. Unlucky things. Unlucky things for the ox are red and brown the colors red and brown and the number three and six so there you go that's pretty much it how about you did you find out if you're a pig or a rat i am a pig you're a pig oh and that's and that's not because my wife told me that that's because <laughs> i looked it up a second ago <laughs> well funny that you mentioned because you and i are pigs so uh just from uh memory uh Number eight is the best for us. So even though you were born in 1984 and you're still a pig, so we're going to go to 83 because that's the last time there was a pig. And since you still hit that, even though it's a year, you still hit that thing that we're talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Do you want to say the things about the pig or you want me to say it? Uh, go, go for it, Jose. All right. So 1983, 
of course. Uh, you are a pig. Your element is water. And you're a ying. Your characteristics. Pigs might not stand out in a crowd, but they're very realistic. Others may be all talk and no action. Pigs are the opposite. Though no wasteful spenders, they will let themselves enjoy life. That's not true. I used to spend a lot of shit. Uh, <laughs> not until now that I'm saving money. They love entertainment. Well, hello. And will occasionally treat themselves. They are a bit materialistic. Yeah, a little bit. But this is motivation for them to work hard. That's that's actually so true for that's me. That's true. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> Uh, being able to hold solid objects in their hands give them security. Hmm. Well, I is that do, why I like board games? Is, I do have two games, three computers, and five mics in front of me. So. Yeah, I have uh, two computers, two mics, <laughs> and about 300 games behind me. So. <laughs> uh, they are energetic and are always enthusiastic, even for boring jobs. There you go. That's there. I agree. I agree with that 100%. I'm like the comedian at my office. There you go. <laughs> I try to make other people laugh. So, If given the chance, they will take positions of power and status. It's totally me. They believe that only those people who have the right to speak, they believe that only those people have the right to speak, and that's what they want. They believe that only those people have the right to speak, and that's what they want. Okay, that's what it says. That's why I read it three times because I'm like, it sounds weird. <laughs> Something's off there, but we'll, we'll accept it. Why not? <laughs> uh, 1983. So, again, your element is water. Uh, the next pig will be 2043. And it says right here, their fortune. All right. Ready to learn about your fortune? Yeah. What are we? Are, are we going to make money <laughs> off these podcasting or what? <laughs> <laughs> we going to get rich soon? Or? Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> these pigs are responsible and serious. That's me. They're full of ideas, but are easily influenced by others. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. In yeah. relationships, this is good. Okay. They listen and communicate well with their friends and family. They have Try. good fortune, and they will retire with ample savings. All right. That's where that's what we're living for, right? Retirement. Oh, thank. You. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So most compatible with the pig is a tiger, a rabbit, and a goat. Now, do you want to know? Do you want to? Do you want to say the the year of your partner? See if you're least compatibles with the pig are snake and monkey. So my girlfriend is a rat. So oh. I'm not either super compatible. Or bad compatibles, so I don't know because she is a rat. She was born your year, eighty four. Uh, see what my wife is. Uh, she is an ox. You're the same. It's not even so here. There you go. There you go. Oh, so this is she was born this year. So there you go. To this year is her year. This year's her year. There I like go. that. She uh, like that. Lucky things <laughs> for us. Our colors are yellow, gray, and brown. Hmm. Our numbers are two, five, and eight. And I do believe in that because I always like five. And my favorite number is eight. Um, and unlucky... I, I always come in second, so that's got to be true. 
right? It's you too, Jose, or what? <laughs> oh, depends on what. If it was sports, I came like 58. <laughs> oh, oh, I was last too. Don't worry about it. But, <laughs> but in, things you're good at. I'm never first. I'm always second. I'm always usually first in things that I put my mind into it. But uh, but no, if it's like sports and money, no, not yet. <laughs> Unlucky things, blue and green. And our unlucky numbers are one, seven, and nine. Oh, blue. That makes so much sense. I love the Lions. That's their color. <laughs> <laughs> the Detroit Lions are blue. They can't win. Oh, man. This is the. <laughs> what? I have to go for the Brown? I have to go for Cleveland? I don't want to go for the Cleveland Browns. I don't like them. Pittsburgh. Yellow. Oh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, I do like Pittsburgh. Now, that's the only thing that I probably. That probably because everything that i said it's totally me but that's the only thing that i guess the chinese zodiac universe missed or i missed or i kind of understand now why my two favorite colors since i was little are blue and green and supposedly Hmm. they're not good for me they're only unlucky things that's funny because those are those are my two favorite colors growing up too i love blue i love blue and then green was always a nice second. Now, let me ask you this. Let's say, uh, oh, but, well, this doesn't be like, yeah, because you do have gray on your logo, right? We do. I didn't choose the colors for my logo. I actually like gray and black for the logo. And then um, being, you know, according to my horoscope, I do try to compromise with other people. So someone else chose the red <laughs> and I just went along with it. I'm like, all right, whatever you like. Sounds good. Now, let me ask you this, uh, whether you believe in things like this or not. Um, now that you heard that, let's say, your unlucky things are blue and green, and lucky things uh, are yellow, gray, brown, two, five, and eight, let's say you believe a little bit in, in all of this, right? Will you make changes in anything? Mm, I don't know. That's a very good question. I, I would say no, because I'm going to be a Lions fan forever. <laughs> no, I mean little things now. Like, that's that would be a big thing, right? Oh. Mm. Yeah, I think I think I would. I think now when I when I go play a board game, I'll grab the, uh, the yellow pieces, because no one ever grabs the yellow pieces, so that means they're probably lucky for me, right? Oh, shit. <laughs> Snap. That's, a, that's actually a really good idea for you. Mm. That I know. I'm going to try it out. I'll report back to you on how well it goes. Now, let me. Uh, you want to know how weird I am? Mm. So I found out 2-5 and yellow and all this stuff a couple years ago. And I totally changed everything, man. <laughs> oh, really? So I have OCD and I have like whatever mental health problems you have and blah, blah, blah. So now like I buy in twos or fives and eights. Oh, really? If I... If I uh, like I always think about if I create something, I'll put some green in it. Um, I forgot that my logo was the dad without that was blue, so I wanted to change it to like to yellow. But then I said I'm stuck with it, <laughs> so so I'm that I'm okay. the, I'm that kind of stupid. I will change things just because I feel that everything else was right. Maybe why not? Right? Has it worked though? Have you have you noticed like things getting better when you buy things in twos or fives or eights? Yes, that really that actually I will say yes, 
the you colors. Think that's like a, you think that's a mind? You think that's like a piece of mind? It could be. I'm not sure, but it could be. Yeah. Like maybe you just maybe your mind's at ease when you buy things in twos or fives or eights. Well, maybe like, you're more know. comfortable. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, maybe. I don't know, but let's just say that um, I told you I, I invest. So now if I buy a stock, I'm buy, I buy, it has to have a two and a five and an eight. And if, if I'm only allowed, if I, if I could only buy one, I would not buy it. I had to buy two. Is it working? It is working. Oh, man, that is awesome. <laughs> I, I don't know. I have, I have like a weird, like, you know, I have a math background. I have like a computer, you know, a computer science background and I feel like I'm supposed to be logical, but I do have like little things like that too, where I'm like, you know, this is my lucky number. This is my lucky color. And I feel like it always comes through when you have that for some reason, I think it's just the state of mind, right? Maybe you're, you're not stressed out. You're more comfortable with what you're doing. Man, that's, that's, that's something profound that you talked about right now, because so I am, the most logical person you will ever meet. But then that goes against, right, of my logic on just throwing five and eight and buying. That's because <laughs> totally. it's, it's funny. You you should hear me talk once in a while. I'm like, well, this doesn't make sense. And the logic says. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my girlfriend's like up to the fucking head of like shut up you don't know what you're talking about yeah she's like can we just buy one car we don't need two cars jose we only need one house not not five houses you need to stop this purchasing thing uh well there you go uh you and your this is the year of your your wife yes. although i don't wanna i don't think she will hear this but i don't want to burst her bubble uh, I've been into this zodiac science for a long, long time. Every time is your year, it's a bad year. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, you know that? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I feel like that's that's just a rule. You're like, oh, it's my year. It's like, no, it's not. <laughs> Technic- Will it ever be my year? I don't know. No, technically, uh, they said that your year is the year after your year, meaning like, mm-hmm. if meaning like your wife, this is her year. So she ends in a bad note, but starts the next one really well. So let's say she lost $100 this year. Next year, she would get it back plus something, you know? And call me stupid. I was just waiting no. for you to come. No, uh, no. Call me stupid, <laughs> but uh, 2019 was, um, in terms of money, not so good for me to do 2020 was pretty good so 2019 was our year and 2020 even though there was a lot of bad things happening it was in money wise it was it was better so that's that's actually an interesting thought you have there because i my 2019 wasn't that great either but my 2020 as we were talking about earlier where i was just thriving i'm like i'm at home <laughs> i don't have to talk to people i don't gotta go outside <laughs> Like, finally, finally, I just get to hide in my house. This is, like, what I've been waiting for all my life. And <laughs> uh, to end, um, I wanted to, first of all, say thanks for stopping by. But I also wanted to talk about new beginnings because I think that, you know, it's a new life in the world, right? Uh, you know, Andy is going to, I mean, hopefully he's good because he sounded like shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, he just had a baby. He's no, but he sounded so bad. Like, uh, uh, like he has something. I don't know. You guys will listen to it pretty soon. <laughs> but uh, 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 you know, births are always new beginnings. And do you have any new beginnings bes besides maybe staying home forever happening in your life? <laughs> Uh, honestly, the the pandemic was actually really good for my wife. That's actually kind of funny because she owns a yoga studio in Windsor, and then there was no, they were not allowed for like any indoor activities for a long time. We're actually still on lockdown in Canada right now because oh. um, we're still getting shots out. Um, but uh, she put me to work, and one new beginning was that I actually made her an on-demand website. So think of it as like Peloton, but for her yoga studio, and it's been pretty successful so far. Oh, so, yeah. You want to so play that or no? Yeah, sure. Uh, Ondemand.strongbodystudio.ca. You could have a seven, uh, or f seven free days if you sign up. Oh, that's pretty cool. Cause um, I actually, uh, I I always tell people that the reason I exercise, I eat well. And I've been, I guess, doing kind of yoga type. It's not because I want to look good or whatever. It's because I, I had a bad back. Uh, when I was mm. 18, I woke up and I couldn't move. Um, it turns out I have bulging discs in my in my lower back. And if I'm, like, sitting on the ground for, like, five minutes, bro, I get up like I'm a 75-year-old man. <laughs> I oh, mean, man. it's, Sorry, it's funny, that? but but I know it's funny for me too. But it's 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 sad because I'm only like 38, and it takes me like two minutes, three minutes to you know get up. You know, it's just next time you guys get anybody, anybody is listening. You, yeah, you get up and then count to what 180. And that's wow. how long it takes me to get up from the ground because I need my back is killing me. So I had to get up little by little by little by little by little. But yeah, that's pretty cool, man. I mean, yoga, it's a it's a stigma in the Latino community as many other things like uh, eating well or not drinking soda. But I believe in yoga so much. It's just it's one of those things that yoga and Pilates will do wonders for you. It will make you healthy believe it or not uh i do believe in yoga i i believe everybody should do yoga so you know congrats to her and you know you know that's pretty cool that she put you to work and good things i mean <laughs> i already yep. told you i'm gonna put you to work too <laughs> oh no <laughs> we call those we call those hackathons in the industry oh yeah how does yes. why does that work oh they just all so a hackathon is basically like for a instead of doing work for a week, you, you work maybe like 12 hour days and then you end up having to, they, they basically give you some sort of topic in the computer science industry to learn and you have one week to do it and produce some sort of thing that they, you can show off to them. It's like show and tell, but very, very stressful is like one of the most stressful things we will ever do. Huh? Yeah. Good thing you have a yoga instructor too distress you yes definitely matt it's thank you very much and again sorry i'm so sorry for making you wait and uh i do apologize so sorry <laughs> uh i'm canadian so i'm sorry that you're <laughs> apologizing to me 
Uh, and once again, can you tell us where can we find you guys? Where can you, we, you know, if anybody is looking for a board game, you guys are it. So let us know where to find you. Absolutely. If you're looking for a board game, hit us up. Uh, John runs the Instagram at Friday Night Games underscore official. And I run the Twitter at Friday Night GMS. And you can check out our website at Friday Night dot games. That's pretty cool, man. Uh, and again, thanks for stopping in the podcast because. And I again, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> I, I, I feel like I should have like, you know, you know, sent you some some non-alcoholic beer just to make you i can't believe you still made it because <laughs> i made you wait like an hour or something so anyways honestly not a big deal honestly i had a great time on this on your show jose and uh thank you for having me on thank you for thinking of me oh, for amazing. sure thanks for stopping by and once again where could people find you they can find us at friday and instagram and twitter you could actually just go to the website and all the socials are there too well, there you go. And you guys have been listening to Dad Without a Dad. And now, ladies and gentlemen, before I introduce the wonderful Andy, I just want to say, Andy, congratulations. We love you, man. Uh, you have a wonderful family. Everybody out there, congratulations. A wonderful little baby. And don't make too much fun of him, but he just had a baby. He has a little cold and he has a message for you guys. So here is Andy. I have some amazing news, which is that my wife gave birth to a beautiful, wonderful uh, baby girl. Um, on uh, it'll be on Friday, uh, and it's the what the thirtieth now, so it would be like the twenty seventh, I think. Uh, it was a fairly straightforward birth um, but it was complicated by the fact that uh, my wife and myself got this cold from my son who had been going to nursery and uh, it had been giving like I know we sound, I sound really bad but it's not that bad giving us like uh, cough like symptoms which we think led to um, my wife's waters breaking early which meant um, uh, we, we had to have a um, emergency c-section um uh due to fear of infection uh so yeah um kind of expected to be on the podcast for a couple of more weeks but um uh yeah uh but it's it's been amazing uh my son's been amazing looking after uh obviously he's not looking after my daughter but he's he's you know engaging with her in a, in a really positive way and is very gentle and that's great um you know, uh, if Will's on the podcast this week, definitely worth saying to him, like, <laughs> I haven't slept a lot. Um, you know, me and my wife haven't either. Uh, just trying to take care of this this little thing. Um, but having one and then having a second definitely makes you kind of go in with eyes open and anticipate what's going to come up. Um, so already... You know, my daughter likes sleeping on her side rather than her back. Super normal. So I had to figure out how to get past that. Um, you know, uh, breastfeeding's breastfeeding. You know, it's, it's never easy because you're dealing with a tiny person that doesn't know anything. Um, and yeah, just try and get as much sleep as you can. Try to limit your junk food intake if you can because that's just going to cause you to be flippity floppity all over the time although you do need some sugar intake because that can 
mean that, you know, during these long hours you're fighting tiredness all the time. This is going to be a bit of a stream of consciousness thing, really, because I'm I'm knackered. I've just come off <laughs> my evening shift, if you like. So, um, yeah, looking forward to being back on the pod and recording again. Obviously, I'm going to be off for a few weeks uh, or a couple of weeks while we figure out what is um, the routine, really. But I'm planning on lining up some awesome guests in the meantime. So, and uh, yeah, as ever, thanks everyone for listening. Cheers.